um, one of our uh, friends that you, we both uh, know of his uh, is in Vatican right now. He's in Vatican City. He's like the way I'm about to go and grind her. Now they've got all the girls going like Italian stallion for <laughs> hold the sauce. The Pope. No, just any older man. The older man. If <laughs> gets to ride a hot priest, do you realize he's going to live his flea bag fantasy? And I'm kind of jealous. Until the Sistine Chapel says, Ooh. <laughs> We're here. We're queer. And we're busy doing real hot girl shit. Real. Wow. Wow. I'm Claire. I'm Connor. And this is Real Hot Girl Pod, a podcast about embodying the hot girl attitude in a queer, inclusive space. Ooh, we love that one, Claire. Hopefully, you've heard the earlier episodes and know what we're about. But let's do a quick recap. Ooh. As hot girls in training, we are trying to unapologetically be ourselves and love ourselves. Why are we saying girl in 2023? Because we're taking it back from the patriarchy. It's all gender term. Ooh. No matter what I do, oh, all I think about is you. Ooh. Even when I'm with my boo, <laughs> don't you know I'm crazy over you? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Ryan. Hi, Ryan. How you doing, sexy man? How are you? <laughs> what are you talking about? Little I was talking sexy. to you there. <laughs> oh, is that me there? I thought you were talking to our listeners. Beautiful, beautiful people. Uh, you are very welcome, Rides, to episode 14 of Real Hot Girl Pods. If you haven't already, please give us a five-star rating. Please review. Please subscribe. Please tell at least 10 of your friends, or if that seems like too much. Just one. One yeah. friend is fine. We just got to get the kisses, word out send there. Send said love hearts. Send everything. <laughs> <laughs> Get me. <laughs> I'm actually so excited for this week's episode. We asked you to get in touch with your hot girl dilemmas, hence the Nelly and Kelly dilemma song reference in the intro there. Oh my god, that makes sense now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love that you just I love that you just went along with it and you didn't know why I was asking you. There you go. Makes sense now. Thank you to everyone who got in touch. There is, shall we say, Connor, an interesting array of topics. There's mm-hmm. some are very serious, some yeah. are very personal, mm-hmm. some are broader. Um, but this is a judgment-free zone. I know, obviously, we're judgy bitches, but in terms of an actual <laughs> giving actual advice to a problem, we're not going to be judging in a mean way. We mm. don't kink shame. No, uh, none of that. Connor, I have my reasons for why I think we as a team are going to give some very good advice and um, mm-hmm. why do you think we're good at giving advice well claire i'll tell you right off the bat um if there's one thing i love to do it's to give um unprofessional unwarranted unbridled advice to strangers on the internet it's one of my favorite top things to do and um whenever we have a platform like this to give back to the community and uh deep dive into the issues that need to be dealt with uh that no one else clearly can um that's when i step up to the board uh professionally i see this as my calling spiritually and mentally i see this as uh the quickest way that i'm ever going to be cancelled but either way we're here for it and um i'm ready to get into it uh what about you Well, I think pertaining to us specifically, I think we are a good duo for giving advice because I am very empathetic and you have excellent boundaries. And that's a really good combination because you stop me before I go too far. You're like, no, Claire, tell that person to fuck off. You know what I mean? Oh, we actually are kind of qualified. I didn't think that far through. (laughs) Yeah, and also what I would love for, because I was going to say if this goes well, it obviously did because we got loads of messages in. I was afraid we weren't going to get any, but we actually got quite a few. So thank you We're so popular. much. Listeners. 
what I would love to do is do this kind of semi-regularly and I would like to bring the energy of the girls' bathroom. So, okay. Connor, this is something that sadly you don't get to experience on a weekly or multi-weekly basis. There is something about the safety of the girls' bathroom that when you go in, nobody gives advice like a stranger at the sink Mm. at a nightclub bathroom honestly because it's just unbridled completely honest you know there's definitely been times where i've overheard a conversation and come out of a bathroom still and gone i'm sorry no that's unacceptable behavior you have to tell him to fuck off and then it's like a whole conversation and the next thing there's 10 girls all gassing each other up complimenting each other's outfits fixing each other's makeup and then giving life advice mm. and it's wonderful and you come away from it going oh i feel great and um, so that's what i want people to do i want them to feel like they've been accosted by eight strangers in a girl's nightclub toilet and they've come away with all of their problems solved oh my god easy hot or not so connor what was Mm -hmm. hot or not for you this week well claire you will never believe my hots of the week um are i've had a couple of hots uh this week in particular was extra hot um but i had one specific to myself um, me being a little um squirrel person, not telling people what goes on in my personal life until somebody <laughs> is like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "Oh, yeah, this is happening." Um, I uh, thanks to your uh, lovely help, um, introduced my parents uh to my boyfriend. Um, <laughs> the, you can see me not even be able to get it out, but yes, it was an actual hot moment. Uh, we went to the Western. Mum and Dad were down in Dublin. Um, just as a little treat um, somebody had got them to go for lunch or whatever like this and they said oh well we're down here when we meet up um, me <laughs> with uh, in a relationship for the last couple of months had just never managed to drag uh, them up to meet um, my ones so uh, I seen that as an opportunity and when I say like it's everything I expected to be sat right down he was with dad dad told him by every story he's ever told like happened to him in the last 40 years mum was like pouring him tea and this like fancy little things that they got set down there's a like lunch cake step from all over um and all together it was just a very hot little time um and yeah it was uh quite funny getting the message from both parties uh from mum and dad be like oh really lovely meeting you blah blah like this uh that was really nice appreciate that too um uh, himself also messaged me being like oh your ones are dotes and I'm like see this is what happens you are gonna meet each other you're just gonna like each other more and like me and then I'm just gonna get jealous of the whole situation oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> <laughs> but that is my hot of the week Claire oh my god uh. cute I love that so much yeah what about you what is your hot of the week well do you want to do your knot first I don't have a knot <laughs> it was all really hot I don't have a knot either, but I don't sound like an asshole, so I just like made one, not made one up, but like something that is a small knot. It's okay to not have a knot. Sometimes it's hot to be hot. It also sounds like a Dr. Seuss. It does. We'll go with it. We'll go with it. So my hot this week was probably the whole entire weekend. I just feel it was one of those weekends where by the time it gets to Sunday night, you feel like you've been on holidays. Yeah. Um, I just spent time with people that I care about and had a really nice time. So hung out on Saturday afternoon with two friends and we spent a lot of time outdoors. We went for a nice lunch. We went for a nice hike. We had a little bit of a, a witchy sort of new moon little, little ceremony <laughs> in the in the forest that sounds really sinister it really wasn't we just we were out in the countryside we lit ourselves a little fire and we were sitting down chatting like at sunset 
it was really lovely and then went to a friend's birthday then on the saturday night i had my car with me um because i had to go do a radio show in the middle and mm. very smug now drove my friend home he was absolutely loco in the car beside me loving the tunes having a great time and he did not surface all sunday afternoon and what did i do go and meet my good friend Connor Finn for a noon sea swim Woo! <laughs> I was waiting for it I was waiting for my jump <laughs> um, now let's talk I, about me <laughs> I'll, I'll allow me and our little Sunday excursion not being the hot of the week because you did have a big milestone moment in your relationship so yes. that's okay um, but yeah so we had our lovely sea swim we dipped in head under had a lovely time had a walk up to Dunleary got a coffee had a loads of chats and then on my way home I did some errands and then got a phone call from my friend saying oh, a few of us are going to go for dinner do you want to come and I was like yeah I'll be there in seven minutes I'm driving right past so all in all really hot weekend got a lovely night's sleep last night and Connor can I just say feeling very smug no booze no, no booze. booze you can do so much when you're not hung over Honestly, um, who would have thought the life hack of uh, getting your Monday, your week start off right, is not getting rad arsed over a week. It <laughs> <laughs> shocks us every single time. <laughs> every single time. This is definitely not a cult. Connor, I'm so excited for this. I honestly believe that this is going to be the best girls' bathroom ever. We are going to give the best advice ever, and it's going to be class. Now, Claire, we have been inundated with advice people are looking to come to us and they want real hot girl shit advice give us our first hot girl dilemma i'm excited you pick one perfect i'm gonna start off with dilemma number one i want to move to oz but my boyfriend doesn't how do i convince him okay i have some thoughts on this do you want to go first or can i no i will allow you to go first please okay (laughs) so this is a woman that sent this in Mm -hmm. uh Girly whirly, first of all, I'm very sorry that you're going through this. Um, Second of all, I don't know if you can convince him or not. He is not going to be happy if he moves with you if he doesn't want to do it. Mm. He might be a homebird. He might just be somebody who doesn't want to go. But I'm kind of not interested in him right now. I have to tell you something really important. And if you take one piece of advice away today, and this goes for anybody who's in a similar situation... You have to go. You have to, have to, have to go. If you're saying you want to move to Oz and your boyfriend does it, I'm doesn't. I'm really sorry, but you might have to break up. <sighs> the one thing that I know for certain is if you don't go and you miss out on this opportunity, whether the relationship works out or not, you will regret it for the rest of your life. You will resent him for the rest of your relationship. It is so important that you make that move and whether he comes or not is up to him it's not up to you to convince him he has to decide that for himself and australia is very far away it's not like someone Mm. moving to london or moving you know so there is a chance that the relationship won't work but the most important thing is you only get one life and if you want to travel you need to travel um so best of luck to you and i'm just sending you lots of love because i know that's a really difficult position um what do you think connor finn (laughs) Or do you want to add anything to that or do they I can't believe you wrapped that up so succinctly. I um I, I agree fucking with you. love you you haven't heard me in the bathroom. I give you <laughs> the best bathroom advice. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I can't go pissing around you. You'll start giving me wholesome advice now. I'll be like, oh Claire, leave me alone. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree with you. It's if it comes to one of those situations where you're thinking, I want to move, but I've got something holding me back, girl. 
Like, it doesn't matter how long that relationship's been going on for. If this is a thing, perfectly as you said it, if you don't do it, it's going to become a point of resentment. It's going to become a thing that you're going to be, what if, what if that happened? The best thing to do, if your partner is not that keen on it, maybe chat through why they're not keen on it. I think it's kind of like a good place to put, like start with a person, kind of dissect what is their resistance. Is it, is it family? Is it a job? And try to figure out how you've came to terms with the fact that this is a huge leap, but this is one that I think is for the best scope of it. And especially when you're in that kind of, you know, I mean, it doesn't actually matter what age you are, but I think around this like 20s age when you're out of school, your job, you're not really looking to settle down with a career properly. These are the times when you go, look, are you staying here for that job that you're hoping for a promotion with? Or will that be there when you come back? Or was there other opportunities yeah. around the corner? I think you just need to break it down to people because somebody that's made a decision that they want to go across the world has already thought through all these things. The person yeah. that hasn't said, the person that's making resistance is because they haven't thought it through of the opportunity. They're thinking of the loss rather than the gain. Yes, that's a really good point. And another thing that you kind of touched on there, Connor, is he might just be a bit afraid. He might be just have never really traveled before. Mm. Might have been like, oh, I don't know. That just seems like a lot because it is nerve wracking. Um, I would personally say that solo travel, you can do it once. Like it'll be the absolute making of you. It's so, so good for you. So, yes, please do tell all your new Australian friends to listen to the pod and to rate and give us a nice review and keep listening from Australia. But the very best of luck to you and whatever you decide, um, get back in touch and let us know how it's going. And we love yeah. you so much. Mwah. Mwah. Big hot girl energy. Next dilemma. How do I get my hair looking silky smooth and slender when it's usually buzzed up and frizzy? Um, this is, I have a lot of opinions on this because I'm currently on a hair journey with my new hairstylist. Shout out to Aoife. I love you so much. You get Hi, me Aoife. and you're making me look great. This is from a man and Karna, you do have particularly good hair. Do you want to answer this one? My first, um, I don't really have much of a system to this, but what I say, um, if you're looking for silky smoothie hair, the only thing that I've learned through uh, my years of absolute ripping shit through my hair is... Um, you had a frosted tips phase. I did have a frosted tips. Well, I mean, it was more, it gr- went from the roots and became tips at the end. I- I'd let it do full 360. Um, silky smoothness comes from conditioner, boys and girls. I think shampoo, conditioner afterwards, leave it on for a little bit. That is you gorgeous. But you know what's actually amazing? Now, and it is annoying, but this has actually happened when the natural oils build up in your hair for a little bit. And this kind of can't be done whenever you're in a normal office space but whenever you let natural oils take up your hair for a little bit you will never see it after like a week or two of not washing which sounds horrible and nasty it'll actually kind of go to like a really no i swear to god i've researched this it's ridiculous i don't know if this is bad advice or good advice but it naturally goes kind of gorgeous um and if it doesn't you switch right back into the shampoo for some people i've heard that it's life-changing it's where that people put argan oil into their air and different kind of like feeding it instead of stripping it from all the nutrients sorry just to clarify you're talking about like the no poo method like the no shampoo like you're still like rinsing and washing you're just not putting yeah. loads of sulfates in it oh my god i thought you were just like don't just ever wash above your eyebrows ever again. oh my god no <laughs> sick. okay sorry That's the dandruff advice. alone jesus <laughs> okay so i would also add to that and again it does depend on your hair type and also sometimes you have to work with your natural hair as well mm. um you know if you've got a bit of a cow's lick you gotta just style around that if it's mm. wavy like mine you've, unless you're gonna 
iron the shit out of it it's never going to be straight <laughs> ironic um, find a good stylist somebody that is willing to go on a hair journey with you if it's something mm. that's going to take a little bit of time um, you don't have to spend the earth on your products but spending a little bit and um, a low poo as it's called or a no poo <laughs> sulfate free shampoo I know makes a big big difference and like Connor said condition also if you really want to get into this get yourself like a, a silk pillowcase you can get ethical ones if you don't want to boil silkworms alive and that'll make a really good difference to your skin as well so thank you for getting a touch listener i hope that helped hot girls coming through okay on to the next one i'm feeling freshy single i'm not sure how to get back into being a hot girl again oh what should i do well i think they came to the right podcast claire mm-hmm. do you want to jump right in i feel like you have uh something on the tip of your tongue well i've been i have i've recently ish been through that journey so first of all hope you're feeling okay even if you're the person that does the breaking up you might think that you're fine but it is still a big life change and it is still a loss if you are the person that was broken up with if you feel like you didn't see it coming give yourself a little bit of time and you will actually look back and realize oh well actually all of the signs were there so the most important thing is just to be really really gentle on yourself and there's a few things that are going to happen you are going to be a hot mess express girly whirly you are (laughs) going to make some silly mistakes you're going to be a messy bitch you're going to get drunk and fall over but hopefully your friends and your loved ones will be there to pick you up so that's the kind of slightly scarlet stuff that just happens you know sobbing into your chips at one o'clock in the morning when everyone was planning on going to mother but no you have to be brought home but your friends will do it for you because they love you that is going to happen but then once you get out the other side of that you are going to have the most wonderful time over the next couple of months you are going to get back to feeling like yourself again you are going to meet new people you are going to have new adventures you're going to try new things and then one morning you're going to be in the shower and you are going to realize i feel okay i feel good today yeah fuck it i'm on my way i'm on my way out of this so all that i can say to you is be good to yourself make mistakes be open to new things talk to your friends and do not under any circumstances cut your hair you're on a three-month haircut ban, <laughs> my friend you can fuck around with your clothes you can fuck around with your makeup you can go get a piercing do not get a tattoo but for the love of god don't touch the hair don't do it that's all i have to say <laughs> I think that deserves a round of applause. Oh my God. Honestly, I can't even add to that. I can't believe you tied up with the not cut the hair. That's immediately how I know my friend is going through a very rough time. Whenever I see a fringe come out and I said, did something happen? Did you break up with somebody? I don't know about this. Oh, my hairstyle, my beautiful hairstylist. I'm going to say maybe like a month ago. And this is how I know that she has my best interest at heart. I DM'd her some pictures and asked, do you think I should get a wolf cut? And she was like, (laughs) She was so lovely about it. She's like, I don't I don't think you've thought this through and we can talk about it, but I'm probably not going to do that for you. And I'm like, thank you for having my best thing because I was just being impulsive and silly. <laughs> not the wolf cut. Oh my God. This is definitely not a cult. Next one. Who will we go to next? Oh, okay. So Connor, I think you should answer this one because you live uh, with two of your sisters and I live alone. So... <laughs> This person has gotten touched to say, how do you split the housework with your partner when they're both working? Mm, I will pick this up, 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 off the ground there. Um, I find that housework uh, 
is often one of those things whenever you find people are working in that situation that um it's things build up quickly over time um whether you're working from home or whether you're running grabbing things going back out everybody has different lifestyles and it's very important to put that as a premise look everybody's living there everybody's paying rent baseline we're all trying to live nicely now whenever housework becomes an issue uh between parties whether that is a couple or whether that's through a couple of people best thing to do is just communicate there's no point in start writing sticky notes that say bin goes out at this time and i've been that person before where i've said these are things need to do because what you're doing only in your head is almost building up a receipt of things that the other person hasn't done that you would have done um a best way to do about it is um if look absolutely if person isn't pulling their weight bring it up and be like hey do you mind just picking up some toilet roll mind doing that um my mum uh, has a great way of doing this that we've learned since children where it'll be like, a, oh, there's lovely, um, it's it's equivalent to being like, oh, there's ice creams in the fridge. Or, oh, no way, is there? It's like, okay, well, could you get me one there as well? It'd be like, a, oh, yeah, there's um something going on there. Just uh, need that pan. Oh, you have to make it incentivize if it becomes an issue. But <laughs> Your mum's so sweet. Yeah, I know, I know. But if there is an issue, that's an easy way to work around it. But uh, the best way is communicate. Um, and also, a gorgeous thing from working from home, I find as well, is um, if something can be done by the time that takes for you to boil a kettle, just do it. And that is permitted to anybody that's in the kitchen doing anything mm-hmm. at all at the same time. Um, I would say if you're rocking around and you're like, make a cup of tea, um, and I see some dishes, I am that person that will look, be like, fuck it, look, I'll tie it up. Now, if it's a consistent thing and it's not all your mess, then that's when you go, okay, we'll maybe leave that side until the other person collects. But um, yeah. if there's a bin overflowing and um, you're noticing and nobody else has taken heed of it, um, an angry message to group chat isn't going to fix any problems. Um, it's just going to no. create more drama. So, Basically, communication is key. Um, And if it starts to annoy you, let them know. Yeah, but I would say let them know face to face, like sit down and have a chat with... Did you just get an update from the Vatican? (laughs) (laughs) There's there's plenty of updates from the Vatican. Is he in? Uh, (laughs) He's in. We're not sure who's in him. (laughs) (laughs) Papa Anal. (laughs) Jesus, take the wheel, am I right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, your glasses have steamed up. (laughs) Just to wrap up on the uh, housework thing, the best thing I ever did when I lived in a group five six of us um we hired a cleaner for the common areas so she came in i think it was like 50 60 euro for two hours and she did hoovered the common areas cleaned the bathroom cleaned the kitchen we were responsible for our own rooms we were responsible for like cleaning up after meals or whatever and that was it and we did not once have a fight about house stuff so for the sake of i think it was like a tenner a week well worth it very fair play yeah i yeah. think that's the best way to do it communication key yeah and if it bothers you let them know up next my friend oh. is hurt so i don't tell them anything anymore but he blabs to everyone no matter oh this is the one that cut off this Sorry, is the last me. one yeah yeah no it cut off on the that little box thing if anyone is ever messaging us and it doesn't fit in the box just send a dm we have the dms open um, yeah well, there's plenty of room see. in our box no <laughs> hey i have it here 
My friend is hurt. I don't tell him anything anymore. But he blabs everything, everyone, no matter what. Um, no matter how much I take their pro- them, promise not to. Um, how do I keep my personal life private from them without hurting their feelings? Now, um, I probably um, don't have the most sincere um, advice for this. I would be quite a lot like, you broke it, you don't you don't get it anymore, and that's your lesson learned. Um, but maybe you have a bit more strategic advice for this person. I thought you were going to burst into confidence, man, there. Be careful, because you break it, you bought it, you break it, you bought it. And I was like, on board. I was like, yeah, let's go. Um, okay, so this is a hard boundary issue. So what you need to say to this person is, I still want to be friends with you, but I have noticed that you repeatedly broke my trust um, every time that I shared something private with you. And I have noticed since that you are telling me other things, because presumably they are, because this is how this person knows, you are telling Mm. me private things about other people um, that is not your news to tell. And until that stops, I just, I feel like I can't trust you with any private information, but I still want to be friends, but this is just one thing that's a hard no for me. And they're just going to have to learn from that. And another thing that you can do to reinforce that is when they are telling you something, if they are gossiping or giving you someone's private information, just say to them, I don't think that's your news to tell and I don't think it's appropriate for me to hear about it. If you like them enough that you're concerned about this and you don't want to hurt your feelings, you obviously want to be their friend. So Mm. maybe they're not a bad person. They just have really poor boundaries and maybe don't Mm. realize that they're doing it. Now, this is where Connor tells me I'm being too soft, but I don't think I am. I think give people three chances, you know? Not at all, not at all. I was just about to say, I essentially ended a relationship over that. (laughs) Where somebody uh, in a group kind of had to spread something that wasn't there to talk about and it was very much the I did say those exact words it's like that's not your story to tell that's not your news to tell and I think when you're fronted with that it became very it can become hostile it can become that like jarring moment but it's one of those things where I personally um if I find myself in a situation I would just find myself not really I wouldn't let the person know what they've done I'd more just be okay I'm going to be careful of what I talk about around them because I know exactly how it's going to feed back. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, I suppose if you really do, like if it's boring you to the point where like, I just can't even like fathom like having conversations without thinking of where this is going to go and it's kind of hurting that, then yeah, that's the nip yeah. it in the bud kind of situation and saying, look, this is the reasons why. And until then, I'm so sorry, but you're probably going to... W- wonder why i'm acting weird whenever you're talking about some things and Mm -hmm. this is uh this is why and then it kind of opens up the conversation as well because the person probably doesn't even you know crack on that this is how they're getting on or this is how they're maybe being received and reviewed that's it so i think you absolutely nailed it there um if you care enough about them to try and salvage the friendship let them know what the issue is but if, if it keeps happening and keeps happening then you might just have to just let them go because there's plenty of other hot girls out there that you can have a reciprocal, trusting friendship with and mm. you don't need that drama in your life, baby. <laughs> this is definitely not a cult. This is a heavy enough one now. Got engaged on New Year's Eve and I regret it. Not even sure if I want to be in this relationship anymore. Um, As hot girls, I think we need to remind ourselves that we're 
trying to unapologetically be ourselves and love ourselves. Um, getting engaged um, is sometimes one of those situations where um, you, it's a, supposed to be a really joyous moment and um, whenever you can get caught up in that moment um, and you regret it, um, it can be a really scary thing. Um, if you are not sure about an engagement, this is your life. You only get one of them. I think the best way to talk it through is with the partner um, and explain your situation because there's nothing, again, like moving away or somebody not agreeing with something. Um, if things tend to roll over and get, you know, rubbed over and next thing you know that you're standing on an aisle and 20 years down the line you're going, oh, did I really want that? Um, nothing ends up well. Uh, be true to yourself and um, be true to others. And I think that's the best way to heal um, everybody's broken hearts. Not only do you only have one life and one chance to live it, um, so do they. And even if you don't want, if you're not in love anymore, I'm sure you still care about them. And, you know, as out of respect for them as a fellow human being, you do need to sit down and have a difficult conversation. And you never know how they're feeling either. You might be surprised. Um, but lots of love to you. And um, do get back in touch and let us know how you get on. Big hot girl energy. Oh. Claire, look at us go. Look at us giving advice. I know, we're now, doing great. Yeah, so um, much so that we're on our very last one. Oh, Connor, well, I guess since it was a boy sent it in, do you want to be the one to read this out? Fine, I'll do it. Don't twist my arm. Don't make me. So, our final um, one of the evening. Now, this is a DM slide, so I think you should read it out word for word because it's absolutely. got it all in there. Well, here we go, Claire back. Dear Hot Girl Pod, I've nowhere else to turn. I need your help. That was capital Y-O-U-R. I have a sinking feeling that my boyfriend is sexually attracted to cows. My boyfriend, 29, male, uh, was staying at my house for the weekend. And I didn't want to have sex. I just wasn't in the mood. I was helping my mom with something in the kitchen. And when I walked upstairs, I found him naked and erect with a video of cows derogatory grazing on my TV. He's been asking me to move in bed ever since we started going out. I just thought it was a gag. One of many if you catch my drift. <laughs> he left soon after and I still haven't talked to him about it. Real hawker upon what do I do? <laughs> First of all, well done. Well done. That was a lovely dramatic reading. There's a very important question that we need to ask this person who's got in touch, right? Is and there? that is, there is and that is what was the boyfriend's reaction when you walked in? Because it kind of sounds to me like he wanted you. He had been hinting. He'd been asking you to move in bed. You hadn't picked up on it. Thought mm. it was a gag. I, I feel like he wanted you to walk in so that you could have a conversation about it. So I would love mm. to know what his reaction was. It sounds to me like he wanted you to walk in. So mm. this is actually, I think, a really good opportunity for the relationship to sit down and have a conversation. Is this a bestiality thing? Because for me, that would be a hard no. But if it's just something, I mean, we all heard the Christmas episode and my uh, villain origins story with Santa coming down my chimney. Um, <laughs> you know, that could be maybe he just, maybe he grew up on a farm and there was a sexy farmhand worked in the cow shed and it's just, mm. you know, a little fantasy that he has in his head. But this is an opportunity for you to sit down. Like, look, the cow thing, you've been dropping some heavy hints here. What is it? that you're interested in what is it that I can do for you and you just you just gotta listen to him 
listen to what he wants from you you tell him as well it's a two-way thing sex is supposed to be fun sex is supposed to be great crack this is what i would say and i have a little song lined up can you hear that you know you could get yourself a little cowboy hat you could get yourself some cow print chaps you could get yourself a little milkshake you could throw on some doja cat and you could just really get into it you know soft lighting and here we yeah. go bitch i'm a cow bitch i'm a cow i don't say meow bitch i'm a cow bitch i'm a cow hey daddy i'm ready for my milking moo moo <laughs> This could be a great opportunity. I'm just saying. Have a chat. See what you both want to do with it. Get into it. If he straight up uh, wants to fuck a cow, it's probably goodbye time. <laughs> chat it out with him. Take him out for a little burger, maybe a milkshake on the side. Mm. Oh, I mean, what's, what's some utterly uh, fantastic advice you give there? I, I wasn't sure if we were milking it too much at all. Uh, <laughs> bring, bring, bring that advice to pasture. Um, I mean, not to, <laughs> not to butter them up too much, um, but I'm trying to think as many cowpots as I can. Move, bitch. Get out Get my out hay. Get out my hay, bitch. Get out my hay. <laughs> Look, nail on the head. If you find yourself in your mom's house and um, you come upstairs, your boy is uh, looking at some cows uh, fully erect and walks out of the room whenever you don't have a chat. Here, maybe it's time to get those mommy milkers out. Maybe it's time to see... Uh... Bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. I'm not a cat. I don't say meow. But if you want to be a cat and say meow, that's okay. Shout out to the furries. We love you. Mwah. <laughs> This is an inclusive, judgment-free zone. We said this at the start of the Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think you've got enough advice from us. Shall we leave it at that for this week? We do, we do so. another, another advice pod in a few weeks, though. I loved this one. Yeah, it's been it's so enlightening, honestly. Jesus. I can't talk right now. I'm doing hot girl Oh, I've just got Doja Cat in my head now. It's like, oh, MacDonald had a farm. I give him a titty, try to keep him calm. It's her best song. If anybody's unfamiliar, Doja Cat Moo, the video is an absolute work of art and doesn't get enough recognition now that she's super famous. So there you go. You're welcome. Honestly. So, Connor, what was your homework last week? Oh, yes, you were to continue talking about your feelings and being open. Um, how did that work out for you? Well, who would have thought? I actually stuck to my word this time and did my homework. And uh, yeah, I find myself again in little situations. And um, again, you have definitely got some little messages from me every now and then. And uh, lo, lo and behold, uh, a problem shared is problem halved. Um, yes, uh, it has been similar to the hot girl walk. I find myself whenever I get in those tight little bubbles of I'm just can't be arsy and all this stuff. That person needs to go fuck themselves. That person get out of their hell. Fuck me. Fuck me. You're my sex box <laughs> in hell. Um, I uh, have now got a little trigger in my head that goes, get out of this situation. Take yourself away. You're not doing any help to yourself or others. Um, and before you write a strongly worded email, tell everybody to go pissing themselves. Um, maybe they're into, I don't know. Um, you uh, quickly say, oh, 
go for a little walk, go for a little, oh, can't do that right now, putting up the boundaries um, and uh, come back to it after a nice 20 minutes of ma ma and um, finding that the world is not a dark and dreary place. It is in fact manageable um, whenever you talk about your feelings. Um, so yeah, I, th- I think my homework has uh, gotten a star this week. I think so. I'm very proud of you. You are, you're thawing out, you're defrosting, you little Gemini. I love that you're getting in touch with your feelings and letting them all out. Oh, don't say that to me. I'll frost right back up. Wow. Uh, What about you, Claire? You couldn't. I broke you. I crushed you down. (laughs) Jesus, that's a real Virgo coming out. So my homework was, if you remember, we were sitting here this mm. time last week and I said, I feel like the Jan Sads might be creeping up on me. My mood is dipping. Mm. I bet you my vitamin D is low. Haven't been taking the spray. I know. Jesus. Seriously. Somebody <laughs> call me. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I'll give you a titty just to keep you warm. No. <laughs> <laughs> Popped into the chemist. Got myself some vitamin D and while I was there and kind of thinking to myself, Jesus, like the brain's been a bit foggy. Um, my vision is really blurry. Do I need another eye test? I spotted the iron supplement section and then realized, mm. bitch, this has happened to you once or twice a year <laughs> for the last, for all of your life, basically. Mm. Um, yeah, my iron levels get dangerously low. As we know, I'm not much of a meat eater. occasional an occasional (laughs) bit of meat here and there so my iron gets dangerously low and yeah um this is an old school reference but i went to see get him to the greek in the (laughs) cinema about four million years ago whenever it was released and the scene after the jeffrey and the furry wall where jonah hill gets spiked in the chest with the adrenaline shot zombies up and goes i feel so alive and starts running around that is the reaction that i have to an iron supplement the shot of rusty gate water when my iron is dangerously low and that is what happened to me last week running around the place feeling great so girls check your vitamin d levels but check your iron levels as well there you go you who would have yeah. thought so feel now, great. What so is... homework tick yeah homework tick tick check check look at us being good little squirrel friends <laughs> so connor what are you gonna do this week to embody adi adi the hot girl energy well believe it or not claire i've already got my plans in place to embody the hot girl energy because i made myself a plan that i would look forward to something at the end of january and it's finally happening it's finally here this weekend your mother is going to amsterdam yes <laughs> i'm so happy for you you have to go to Jordan and eat all of the baked goods on my behalf oh my god stop it I know I can't wait the last time I was there I was 18 and fun fact my first little going away by myself kind of holiday with my brother and his friends this is me leaving school and what was it last time I was there Claire yes you answered correctly it was Euro pride um <laughs> so straight, straight baby Cotter went to Euro pride oh. well yeah I mean if that wasn't foreshadow who knows what was <laughs> oh, but yeah I cannot wait um and my homework for it is now because um the old uh papa pass doesn't treat me the best in the world um especially because i get my buzz from having little drinky poo um 
because I will be in obviously a city that um will be in cafe culture it's coffee house you know yourself mm-hmm. um one rule I'm giving myself is everything proportionally bare just because you're um out having a big gay weekend um remember that you are not Hulk Hogan um you are little you're only a little ting and um <laughs> and to enjoy everything in moderation um because uh, if that's one thing that i like to do is to go ham i'm like oh this is fun this is nice and next thing i know i'm three space kicks and i've had like a blonde and i'm uh, out the window uh- <laughs> my, oh my, out the window. but that's my homework yeah essentially um enjoy myself uh with i making a tit of myself um unless it's funny <laughs> <laughs> what about you claire what is your homework so my homework, Connor Finn, is to, okay, so not to be all like she goes in a plunge pool once, but um, on some, <laughs> I had a very outdoor heavy weekend this weekend, as we were saying mm. earlier. So I had the nice forest walk on Saturday. Also did an outdoor sauna and they had those cold plunge pools. So I was Ooh. going into the cold plunge pool, uh, into the sauna, and I felt fucking amazing afterwards, which is why I was texting you at midnight on Saturday going, do you want to get in the sea tomorrow? And then we had our <laughs> sea swim. But I was driving home, and I had the best night's sleep as well last night, so I'm going to continue with my getting into the cold water buzz so oh yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm thinking a couple of times a week and um, the canal no not where i am don't go into a canal where there's boats or a population density um keep that for the countryside um but there <laughs> is if i can rope in um a buddy I, i'm near the clean part of the liffy so i can go for a little swim across the liffy um or just drive out to sea but i'm going to try and do two more cold water head under swim type things this week that's my plan <laughs> as long as you don't become a toxic dry rover then th- no then fuck the world no i be. swear i will not i promise i promise i promise i'm not into it but i am into getting really good night's sleep and feeling just alive and wholesome in january so that's what i'm gonna do oh, to yeah. to to this week that's the plan Oh my god, purr, absolutely. I think that sounds gorgeous. Real hot girl shit. Okay, so I think we're probably done. Thank you everyone for getting in touch. If you enjoyed this pod, please do. I know I always joke about saying, oh, tell 10 friends, but if you even want to pass it on to one hot girl that you think might be interested, that would really help us. Another thing that really helps us is if you just hit the little five-star rating button because we don't have enough at the moment. And I tried to Mm -mm -mm. double tap on Spotify and they're like, thank you for being one of the first people to rate this podcast. We'll (laughs) let you know when more ratings come in, you thirsty bitch. So I was like, okay fair <laughs> um, and while you're at it um, I mean please do remember to get in touch with us like many of the listeners have this week by following us on Instagram at Real Hot Girl Pod and on TikTok at Real Hot Girl Pod I haven't uploaded there in a while but get in touch and find out when we are doing all of our things again keep an eye on our Instagram because there will be a little more sprinkles to a possible live event some listener parties you'll never know what's happening unless you follow Oh uh, yeah, you can also email us as well, realhotgirlpod at gmail.com. So I think that's just about it. You're going you're going training. I am. I'm gonna yeah. kick some balls around a field. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> mix a few little tunes together and um then get a nice early night. Mwah, I'm excited. Oh my god. Okay. Gorgeous. All right, love your hair. Hope you win. Till next time. <laughs> Stay hot, girls. Bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. Got milk, bitch. Got cheese. Three, two.
yeah, so uh, we are still to get updated. Um, but he hasn't. But, uh, there's no hot priest action just yet. There's no hot priest action. No, not just yet. Have, but I we just... live, hopefully. That's what, what you, Father for I, I have sinned. Bless Aww. me, Father, for I have sinned. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck you, fleabag. We already had all this Catholic guilt and now we're all ruined. Anyway, bye. <laughs> <laughs>